Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. And welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew. And we're always giving out creative insight and practicality for your creative journey. Today, this episode is brought to you by Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in Oceanside, California. And like I said, this is that's my my uh, second headquarters. And uh, yeah, so it's, like I said, they got some great coffee, great treats, and some of the newest comic books and graphic novels out today. So if you're in the area, please check them out. You can visit them on uh, Instagram, uh, follow them on Instagram at Panels Coffee, or you can go to their website at panelscoffee.com. So I always appreciate for them being a partner with the, with the Creative Brew. Uh, also, the show will be uh, aired on Helium Radio, which is an online radio station uh, based out of um, St. Petersburg, Florida. And uh, so you've got, uh, as you can check out this episode, um, that'll be that'll be aired in the next couple of weeks, or you can check out some of my previous episodes um, on Helium Radio, and uh, just look for the Creative Brew. So uh, today I've got a, a, a special guest uh, on my on my show. Like I said, I, I'm now starting to to reach out to um, other people, not aside from people in the area, but wanting to reach out to other uh, musicians, creators, entrepreneurs that that's you know doing and creating some amazing things. So I I wanted to start reaching out, and uh, I know I I sort of had this on my schedule to, to finally get in touch with you. But um, Josh Ward or, uh, you know, I JR, is it JR Music? JR Ward, I just, so the whole thing behind that is when I was putting out music, there's a guy named Josh Ward in Texas that yeah. I actually played a show with. And he's already got 10 albums, so my middle name's Ryan. So I was like, you know what, I'll just start using my initials to go by JR. Now people are just calling me that. So yeah. I just go with it because it's so confusing. I've really learned my lesson. I was playing a gig in Daytona Beach, and they put this I, – I signed my – Josh Ward even said, hey, make sure you put JR Ward, but they didn't read that. They just saw my name, Josh Ward, and they had this other dude's picture all yeah. over the marquee. So I was like, no, wrong guy. Sorry to disappoint any of you. Wow. So now I don't even, I just tell people I'm J.R. Ward. I don't even try to go through the explanation anymore. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So, um, and you're still playing out of, uh, out of the Florida area? Right. Okay, cool. Well, like I said, people that, uh, yeah, we've got a, a lot of audiences that, with the Creative Brew that's, that's based out of Florida. So this would be a great, you know, a great episode that uh, if you're listening um, to our 12,000 plus listeners, uh, with Helium Radio, um, hey, you've got a, uh, a Florida area musician here, so if you're needing someone for their uh, for your gig, for your next gig, your next event, this man's in the area. And uh, like I said, I'll definitely be putting his contact in the show notes and, and everything else like that. But uh, give a, you know, for the, I, I know you, um, like I said, we, for anyone who don't know, uh, we were uh, teammates, uh, former teammates when we uh, wrestled at Chattanooga Wrestling um, in Tennessee. And uh, yeah, so like it's, it's one of those where I, I think a lot of um, a lot of the wrestlers kind of form um, bonds outside, you know, on and off the mat. And you know, they I know personally for me, I always uh, follow what you know what everybody's doing um, uh, that's you know that's been associated with with Chattanooga wrestling. But um, for our audience, tell tell a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so 
like I said, I'm originally from Chattanooga and uh, wrestled at UTC with you. And uh, after that, I got into coaching and teaching, and then I got out of that. I started working in the sales world, like the medical sales world, and I was around people dying every day, and that really kind of like pushed me to like, all right, what do you want to do with your life? This made me re-examine to, to stop looking or thinking, oh, I'll just take care of that down the road, or I, this made, made me think, what do you want to spend your time doing, and what do you love more than anything? And it was music. Yeah. So. Uh, they started letting me do my sales calls, playing music for residents at the assisted living home, things yeah. like that. And that was like one of the most rewarding things I ever did. And I started writing songs. And then now it's just I eat, breathe, sleep it. I've got to play some incredible shows. And so now my whole life is nothing but music. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you, just, you actually just brought up a great point. This is something that I've, I've actually interviewed the last – actually last two or three episodes and people have, you know, people have had those, those little defining moments and decisions, you know, in their life to where like, you know, what am I, like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> like, you know, you have certain talents and gifts and you're in this situation right now. And then figuring out, you know, a lot of times those certain events, certain things happen to where like, Hey, I'm just going to go this direction and um, see where it goes. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I always applaud anyone that, that was courageous enough to sort of make that decision to, you know, really just follow what they're, you know, what they're passionate about. Um, yeah, sometimes it can be hard. You know, I, I know personally for me, you know, wanting to do certain things and, you know, rationally, you know, you sort of figure out why, ways why it shouldn't work. And, um, you know, sometimes we just need to uh, sort of just follow, follow our passion. And go with uh, you know go with our gut feelings and and um, you know especially with the in the music industry I would assume it could be a little little tough at times. Um, so um, what was what was actually your your first uh, I guess your first song? You say you've been starting out, you know you've been writing uh, writing songs and everything. What was your first your first song or your first piece of music? Well, actually, the first one that I recorded was a song called "Ready to Go." It actually came out of playing, you talk about defining moments, you know, and it took a long time to get that. I mean, you got to let go of what you think other people are thinking, yeah. right? And then we said, all right, so when you do that, I said, you know, I love music and just get over that terrifying feeling of putting yourself out there. Cause, oh, what if somebody hits you? What if this? You just got to throw it out the window and say, if the world was going to end, what would you do right now? That yeah. sort of meant. I was playing music at an assisted living home. I actually did a little video on this, but this guy was in the memory care unit where everybody had Alzheimer's, and, and uh, this guy's dad brought him, said, hey, Dad, they're going to have music. He brought him over to this little circle I was playing at, and he was kind of not there, and all of a sudden I played a song that just hit a chord with him, and he got up and started dancing. This other lady got up and started dancing, and everybody was crying. I just had my head down, and it was like the most overwhelming feeling of being alive I ever had. And I went out to my car and I wrote this song called Ready to Go, which was basically about what caregivers, all those people that take care of people in that situation, go through on a daily level. You know? And I sent it to my company. My company loved it. We did a music video on it. We, you know, we did a big fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association. So I'm, I feel very grateful and proud that the first song I put out there was something that had something to say. Yeah. That was my first song. 
Wow. How was that? What was the what was the you know results from that? I mean, I, I didn't know like as far as after after that, did you did you start getting more more attention to want to do some other gigs after that? Or? That was a lot of attention. I got a, a lot of people wanted me to come play that song at their event. That yeah. was tough, man. I got hundreds of emails. You know, because you know you're kind of unknown. You're only known as this song and this viral Facebook video. I mean, viral. I mean, I had maybe you know a couple thousand shares on Facebook, but it was a lot of people who were going through that, took care of somebody, had a lost a family member, and they're sending me these long, like crying emails, just kind of thank. And it was like, man. You're just, it was like one of those songs where everybody hears it and they're very emotional about it. And I had it too. You know, my, my stepfather took care of his mother for my whole growing up for 10 years. Yeah. And uh, then my grandfather passed away from it. My aunt's going through it right now. So it's a personal thing for me too. Yeah. But uh, a lot of it was people were kind of, reaching out, wanting me to play their events. I didn't raise the money I want to, and I learned a lot about that, too. Like, you got to have a platform yeah. if you want to raise the money that you want. So, at, at the very least, I have it, and people love the video. We only raised – I tried to do a big event for it. You know, we might have raised $500 for it, for the Alzheimer's Association. But, once again, I, I want to bring it back. You know, after I do this for a few more years, I'd like to reassign. I always want to be involved with the Alzheimer's Association just because of that specific moment that meant so much to me. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, what's been, like I said, I, I've heard some, well, I actually interviewed a, a, a musician uh, an episode ago. And, uh, yeah, she uh, she had a few uh, horror stories, you know, about the music industry. And, and she's at a point where she just, quit it she she eventually came back to it but what's been uh what's been some of the like just the, the challenges of the music industry um for your career right now just in general i will say the music industry may be one of the most unprofessional uh it's just a crazy thing you call it an industry well people at my level you're playing clubs and bars yeah and to get someone to just contact you back is the craziest thing yeah. You know, and you kind of learn when you see, look behind the scenes, like how things are done. And it really comes down to relationships yeah. and money, you know, for some and luck. But the whole idea is you don't quit something you love, right? Yeah. For me, it's like, you, do, you know, if you really love something and this is who you are, then I don't care what other people have to say, even if it's in the industry or not. So. Yeah. It, it's kind of, you know, it goes back to wrestling. It's like, if this is who you are and this is what you love, you will find a way to do what you love. Yeah. And that's kind of been my mentality is chopping wood every day. And it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a grind. You know, a door closes, I just keep knocking on a different one. Or I just, we talk about this name, creative root. you got to get creative yeah. in how you approach people. Like, yeah. for example, I wanted to open for this big national uh, touring artist who's coming to Orlando. I thought he had a similar sound to me. So I, first off, always I email the venue. And I always try to wait five to seven days before I politely always follow up. Yeah. Well, after three follow-ups, it didn't go well. So then I contact somebody who you know somebody, and I say, hey, can you get a hold of this person, this person? So after doing that, nothing. So I live about 90 miles from Orlando, so I printed off 
all my information, and I went to the club itself. I found the booker who was ignoring my emails and politely introduced myself, handed it to him in person, and says, hey, I just wanted to let you know I really want to open for this artist. And uh, here's all my information. I had gave my Spotify numbers. Like, here's my here's me live singing. Yeah. You know, here you go, man. And then I went back and followed up with an email again. <laughs> and finally, they said, hey, man, we'd like for you to do it. So it, to me, it was like, that's the kind of like in persistent yeah. stuff you have to do. You can't be cynical and say, oh, they didn't answer my email. I quit. Yeah. You know, it's like, because I'm sure they're getting a hundred emails. And you got to think it's not this venue or this artist, it's one person. So when you're dealing with all these places, you're dealing with one person. You don't know kind of how, what their personality is. They, they follow up themselves. So you just got to keep going after it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a, a great point. Cause uh, I actually, you know, went to a, uh, a high school, um, down here in San Diego area yesterday and spoke to, you know, some digital arts classes. And, uh, yeah, I just told them about, you know, they, they have all the resources, I mean, on, on the planet right now, you know, it's just, um, you know, they got their smartphones, they got computers, all the programs, everything they need, they're just not resourceful enough to, or to, you know, having the tenacity to, to go out there and just, you know, if you want it, I mean, you're going to have to, you know, I told them just get some tough skin. And, uh, so it's just one of those, like, if you love it, you just keep going. Well, I go back to wrestling a lot because, you know, that just kind of, you know, and the whole idea of purpose and who you are. Do you want the title? Do you want the attention? Or is this truly who you are? Because it's who you are. You will find a way. And you don't get what you deserve. You get what you earn. Yeah. So there's some, I've seen some wildly talented people out playing these you know, to bars, to empty seats. And uh, I'm just like, what's the difference? Like that person maybe plays guitar better than me, or that person may do this better than me. Why are they there and I'm getting more opportunities or I, I see other people to get great opportunities. And it's exactly what you said. It's grit, tenacity. It's being creative and not having expectations of how things should go. You just yeah. keep pushing till something breaks through. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I know just, I mean, what I'm doing right now between, you know, the, the podcast and, you know, my design company and clothing brand and things like that, I'll, I mean, if you told me 10 years, 10, 11 years ago, I'd be doing this, I would have thought you was crazy. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those where you just, you keep evolving, you keep pushing, and like I said, you'd be surprised where you, you know, where you end up at. Um, I, I mean, I know, honestly, I would have never took you as a musician, I mean, just seeing you I mean, even when was at Canada, I would have never thought you had that ability of, I mean, as far as what you do now to, to you know, to play music and write songs and, and now you're, you know, booking gigs and stuff like that. It's just one of those where, like, a lot of us sort of had those talents and, you know, you just, you're getting those opportunities to, you know, I, I think wrestling definitely, it played a very important part as far as what I do now. Because, uh, like I said, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a my own boss and I have to, like I said, I have to have a certain routine and ritual to sort of keep my mind and, and everything right. Uh, I could easily, you know, go crazy with all the other things, all the pro- projects and problems that, that go on in the front of the business. Um, wrestling's definitely helped me out as far as just having the, the grit and persistence to, you know, to keep 
um, you know, to keep moving along. Because uh, like I said, everybody has those bad days. It's just one of those where I think a lot of wrestlers, they've learned how to deal with those bad days and, you know, still get up. So, right. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a, a lost talent with a lot of people now. Um, so, yeah, what, so what ways are you, with your music right now, what, what ways or what, what channels are you using to promote your music right now? Well, I'm about to release a few new songs at the beginning of the year. But right now, I try to stay active on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I keep my website, personal website. I have a YouTube channel. But right now, I'm kind of in the building content phase of pushing out new music and coming up with new, trying to get creative on how I'm going to release it. So it's not just put it out on you know, Facebook and say, hey, hey there it is. Hope yeah. you like it. So, <laughs> But uh, my music's everywhere. I got a Pandora, Spotify, every channel. Now when you put it out there, you can get to every streaming network, every place to buy, everything. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out on all the channels. I don't do Snapchat. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know enough about it. But uh, <laughs> try to get to where most people are. Have, have you jumped on TikTok yet? I have not done TikTok yet. All right. I may have to. I know there's a lot of music stuff on there. I may have to do it. I'm doing actually recording a music video for a new song I'm putting out yeah. in a couple weeks. And I'm pretty excited about that because I know, you know, we're such visual people. Yeah. So if you have like a video that goes along with it, and I got a great guy who's done a lot of great work with people, and I'm excited to work. I'm not even. I say music video. I'm not going to be in it. I always feel cheesy. I felt real cheesy. I did a music video for Ready to Go, and they were like, "You got to open your mouth more when you lip sync." I'm like, "I'm so ridiculous right now." So this one, it's basically a short film about everything that's going on in the song. Yeah. So I'll be in it only as like a picture on a mantle in a house, kind of like they scan by, just real subtle like. So it'll be fun, and I'll I'll make I'm probably gonna throw a big uh, video viewing party locally where I live here in Flagler Beach. Okay. And like get download cards and just gonna make a big thing about it that night. So that'll be kind of fun. Awesome. Um. So, like I said, we we talked about this just you know uh, previously. What as far as just the the sport of wrestling. Um, what aspect uh, or aspects how has you know wrestling played um, a part in your you know music career or your life? Well, it's very, music and wrestling are very similar. You walk out a lot of times and you're by yourself, mm-hmm. and if you make a mistake, you miss a chord, you miss a note, you know what? You got to keep going. You can't stop. Just like in wrestling, you know. Okay, I missed that shot. Well, you got to take ten more, or you're down by this. It, well, it's you you got to do it on your own. You have no one to blame but yourself if you're not prepared. Yeah. So wrestling is like, oh, you got to be prepared. The battle's won in the practice room, right? Or yeah. how you train and how you do things. And I had to learn the hard way. Sometimes I'd, you know, you'd book a few gigs in a row and you'd have too much time um, one night. And you'd, next night, you couldn't even, your voice would be gone. Like, okay, yeah. I got to be a little more professional here. And, you know, just little things like that where you understand you got to just keep pushing. And I think that's what wrestling has taught me is you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. all the time. So if things you have to get out of you, if you're used to operating out of your comfort zone, and I think that's what's helped me the most with pushing myself in the whole music business. 
is there a lot of people, they just rather be cynical and sit at home and say, oh, well, things didn't work out for me and, and cry about it. I'm like, well, I'm going to go make a new video. I'm going to go write a new song. I'm going to call 10 more venues. I'm going to see what I can do to get me out of this funk instead of just staying in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of, that's a lot of people. I actually get, like I said, I get a lot of messages through, uh, you know, through Instagram, and uh, there'll be a lot of aspiring, you know, cradles and artists, and, you know, they'll be like, you know, how, you know, how do I get myself out of this funk, or, you know, how do I get my first client, or, you know, what, you know, you know, I, I may be having a, I've got a nine-to-five job, I hate it, how do I, you know, use my, you know, use my skills and use my, my uh, creativity as a, you know, as a way to uh, create some kind of financial means and um yeah it's just one of those where it's just it's persistence i mean it's just one of those where um i i think like i said with wrestling i think with a lot of a lot of us uh we're just naturally just self-driven and self-motivated um and um to do you know whatever we we choose to do and uh, a lot of times we don't need anybody else's <laughs> no validation and i think i think really i think a lot of the wrestlers are just sort of wired differently it's just one yeah. of where they, I mean, it's just sort of been ingrained in them that, you know, you're always used to, you know, win or lose, it's, it's, it's on you. So um, it's, it's one of those where, uh, yeah, I mean, when we're going with musical pursuits or we're trying to run businesses or, you know, build brands and things like that, uh, we, we're not, we generally don't, you know, we're not looking for too many excuses or a lot of times we get mad at people that's got excuses and then, you know, like, you know, it's just now. It's just you could you could really. I mean, it's real easy to make an excuse, but it's just one of those where you people's got too many resources. To, I mean, there's all kinds of things that that people could create right now that they just choose not to. They you know they value you know sitting on the couch or you know doing different things like that. Not to say that you know good or bad, but don't don't whine to me about uh, ideal or or something that you have. And you're just sitting on it, you know. I come back to you two years later, you're still talking about the same thing when somebody else has probably taken your ideal and already ran with it. So, but um, so what? As far as uh, what's been the high point of your, you know, of your career as a as a musician right now? What's the you know the biggest um, point right now, or or best experience that you that you've had as a musician? You know, a couple weeks ago. Well, I did. I don't do a lot of band gigs because I, I just kind of do a lot of solo, or I'll play yeah. with a duo, and I kind of mix it up. And I did a, a local show at a small venue with a band, you know. And it's like you, when you put yourself out there to sell tickets. So in a weekend, I you know I filled two different rooms. I sold one room out, and I think that was probably the most exciting thing I've ever I've ever done so far. So. When you see that, you say, hey, we sold the room out, and everybody there was, like, there to see you, yeah. not just there for your music. Yeah. And, you know, it was a cool listening room environment, and they were on there, you know, they were laughing. We were all having a great time, and everybody was very interactive. And that's probably been the high point, really, just to see all the work kind of come together. It's like, okay, I'm on to something. Yeah. You know, wasn't a huge venue, but, hey, they paid – you know, to see me, and it was it was sold out. So it just kind of gave me a, a little confidence saying, all right, I'm doing the right things. Yeah. 
and I'll be, you know, when I got new music and I just keep pushing forward and do the next thing now. And I think that's what it is. It's just like you hear, okay, this might go back to wrestling. It's like, okay, you won. Now it's the next thing. Now it's the next thing. Everything is, you know, just like in business. You do something great. That felt great. What's the next thing? Yeah. You know, so I try to, um, it was a big breakthrough year last year, trying to make a transition from singing four hours at a bar while people eat to the back of their heads, where the venue's like, hey, can you turn it down? You sound great, but it's a little loud. They're trying to have a conversation while they're eating their chicken wings. Like, all right, got it. To where I get to actually, like, open for major artists that I'm fans of, which yeah. is a great feeling, you know. And that took a lot of, too. That took, you know, going to the venues and saying I can sell tickets and then buying the tickets and then going out and selling them. You know, like really putting yourself out there. You want to make yeah. that transition. People don't see that. Yeah. Like, oh, how'd you get open for Wade Bowen, who's a big Texas country guy? It's like, I sold 30 tickets. Like, I told the venue I could sell 30 tickets before I knew I could sell 30 tickets. Yeah. You know, but I went and got them. I went everywhere. I called everybody I knew. In the area, pushed and prodded, and finally got those tickets sold. Wow. You know, so after that, they gave me the next gig, and then I got open for probably 10 big artists last year to kind of find a new audience, which was really great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize the, the amount of work that that it takes to, uh, you know, to do certain, certain things. You know, even, you know, people uh, come to me and, you know, they'll, they may come with a, you know, they may ask for a certain design or a logo or something like that. And, you know, used to, I would, uh, you know, I'd be a little bit more, I'd be a little apprehensive as far as, uh, you know, just even just what I, you know, what I charge on a, on a general basis uh, to, to now, um, you know, I, I'm working with, with different, you know, teams and organizations and, and uh, you know, even, like I said, doing, doing your brand, but uh, even with certain, uh, I actually doing a rebrand for a uh, for a school right now, and uh, yeah, gave them a gave them a price on everything, and it's one of those where I didn't you know I didn't back down from it, and they like I said they called me back to like okay let's let's go, so uh, it's one of those where I, I think you you get the when 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 you get to that stage what you're doing right now you get to earn the right to you know get up there and and uh, be the artist in front of uh you know before the main uh, you know before the main musician and things like that and I think a lot of people just don't realize the amount of work that that even takes to even even get to that stage they want to go ahead and you know they feel like they can sing they want to go ahead and get the, the main platform now and I was like no there's <laughs> there's levels there are steps to, to everything you can't just sit there and and jump from one platform to platform you do that you're gonna you know you're gonna fall and stumble so you got to be able to take that step enjoy the process and you know, sometimes the process sucks, but once you get up there, then now you're on a larger platform and you get to deal with, you know, more audiences and people that connect more to your, to your music. You know, you know, that's just what it's about. You know, you do the work, you create relationships. And uh, I think that's just the name of, name of the game. So. By the way, people love the new shirt. Quantel designed my new shirt. Awesome. And my logo. <laughs> my logo anywhere, you know, that's Quantel. <laughs> Cool. I know. I, I need to. Uh, I, I need to get on your website or something because I want to get one. I need to get. You know, I gotta set it up. I just. I went to. Uh, I tried to get as many out 
from these gigs locally, and now I'm going to yeah. set up the store. Cool. Um, so we'll we'll get down to the uh, last you know couple little questions here. The creative tip. Uh, what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Something that may give them a a uh, some kind of a value, something that could help them on their uh, creative journey. Well, speaking for just music in general, I would say just if you can't write a song, sit down and start writing a song. You know what I mean? So don't say, oh, I got nothing on my head. Well, sit down and start start strumming the guitar. Start playing the piano. Start just moving it around. Think of a phrase. Yeah. Sit down and think of a story in your head. You know what I mean? So, like, okay, think about a time, a specific time, and then write that story down. And then come up with a song out of that story. Okay? If you want to promote yourself. Look what's popular. I follow a lot of artists that I love and don't like, but respect because they're putting themselves out there just to see what's working for them. Mm -hmm. You know, like if it's working for somebody, I mean, of course, don't chase trends exactly, but, yeah. you know, but I, if you can be yourself using a different format, you know, as far as I love creating a new picture for a, an Instagram post for a show, right? Mm -hmm. So, Come up with something different. Come up with a video. Like, I love video. Like, that's probably one of my favorite things. I love editing videos and coming up with cool little things. I set up a camera at every one of my gigs, even if I take two seconds of a clip of an yeah. hour, just to say I played this venue. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I make a highlight reel, say I'm coming to your town, and I can put 12 different venues that I've played, and you can see the sign. And it's like, okay, there's some credibility there. Because for me, for what I'm doing in the you know country music, southern rock kind of stuff, I you know I'm an adult. I sing about adult themes, right? I'm yeah. I'm singing about my buddy's divorce. I'm singing about being married for 13 years. I'm I'm singing about some nostalgic things that I grew up with. Think I pull from my own experiences. Yeah. But I would say everybody has those experience has something that yeah. you can pull from to be creative. Get in there and just do something. Like, I try to do something creative each day, and it makes you feel so much more alive for me. Yeah. You know, come up with something different. Get out, do something you don't usually do. I'm not a great photo editor, but I'll look at all the different apps and see what I can operate in. Come up with something that's new to you. Doesn't, and don't compare yourself to other people, because then you won't never, you won't take that first step. You know what I mean? Like, you say, well, I will never be as good as Chris Stapleton. Well, nobody will. You know, or I so push yourself and just do the work. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, 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 that's great. I mean, heck, that, that's some definite awesome tips. Um, the creative life, and this is something I've asked a lot of people, what would be your ideal creative life if everything was – that perfect mix of, say with you, you've got a, a perfect mix of opportunities, gigs, you know, relationships, everything's clicking. Um, what would what would be that ideal creative life for you? Probably my favorite thing. I love recording new music. So if I could be my favorite, if it was a perfect world, I would put out a new song and a new music video and a new live video every month. Until the day I just say, here's a new song, here's a story behind the song, 
here's a cool video I came up with. Even just coming up with like the storyboarding this video I'm doing is so much fun. Dude. I'm like, I could do that every day. And just look at the different shots. You know, we're thinking, okay, here's the scene, but it takes five different shots to do this one scene, close up, back up with the light. And just little things like that I get excited about. Because, you know, you come up, here's the words you wrote coming to life on a video. Yeah. So ideal for me, if I could, you know, a good mix of playing great venues, you know, playing, just playing to anybody that wants to listen. There's no, actually, I'll take it back. There's no venue that I really care about as long as there's people there. Yeah. You know, I'll play a park. I played a poolside gig the other day with 60 people who were in everything I did. I was like, I'll play here. You know, it doesn't matter to me where I'm playing. Yeah. So probably that. Something where I could write songs, record songs, make videos, and play live. I could do that every day till I'm dead. I'll be that'll be a life worth living. Yeah. Awesome. So um, I got one more one more side question before we uh, you know before I ask how people can can reach out to you. Um, if you had to wrestle Josh Ward from ten years ago, who's next? Well, I'm in way worse shape than he was. <laughs> but I would probably win now just because I'd be a little smarter. Yeah. I really wish, going back, talking about wrestling, I was so much better as a wrestler when I coached. You know, I took a year off, or like when I got out and I coached for a year, yeah. and you had to talk, and you had to break down the most simplest technique mm-hmm. to, to the first-year kid, and then you had to, this kid who's not your style, but you had to coach him up in his style mm-hmm. and how he worked, you know, like that would just – it made me so much better. I would go back. I would graduate high school. I would coach for two years yeah. and then pick a college. That's a good idea. Your body would be developed. Your clock wouldn't have started with NCAA. Oh, yeah. You would have had to push yourself. You could still train. You could still go to join the you – hell, know, I could have moved to – you could move to Iowa and join the Iowa Wrestling Club and get your rear end kicked every day as a high school kid. But I wasn't good enough for that. But you know, you get your, you would get that experience, yeah. that experience, and then go anywhere you want, and then you would kind of understand. Okay, I now I know what I want to do and how I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, I definitely would have. I, I think I would have stayed as soon as high school was done. I think I would have. If I went back now, I would definitely take about two years to either, you know, join a wrestling club, do something, and then come back because. Uh, like I said, uh, I think I honestly, I think I, I didn't really peak until physically until I was almost 27. I was already out of school <laughs> by then. Yeah. But uh, I was like, no, I graduated early. I graduated. I was like 21. I'm like, I was a, I was a kid. I was like, I was bad. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being a freshman at 21. You, you're 21 and now you're a freshman. Yeah. Completely different. <laughs> wow. So, um, how can, how can people reach out to you uh, if they're wanting to get um, set up, set, you know, uh, bring you in for a, for a new gig or, or any kind of event? Uh, if they want to book you for anything, where can, uh, where can people reach out to you? JRWardMusic.com. I have all my social media links. I'm, everything is at JRWardMusic, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. But if you wanted to, I got my booking there. I got my emails all on that website. The contact page goes straight to my email if you don't want to do the email. Like, 
So, but on that website, I have the Spotify links. I have live video. If you want to hear me play with a band, hear me play with acoustic guitar, see pictures, read more about my bio. I try to keep that very beefed up. So if anybody stumbles upon it, they go, okay, here's a body of work. And we're also about to put out a lot of new stuff. So yeah, jrwardmusic.com and then at jrwardmusic on every social media platform. Well, every, the three that I use. <laughs> Sweet. So, hey, like I said, this has been an awesome episode. This, like I said, this episode will be, uh, it'll be out next couple of weeks. And uh, always good to, to talk with uh, one of my good buddies, former teammate. Glad uh, he's doing some great things. And, uh, yeah. If you're, like I said, if you want to book them, especially in the Florida area, this radio show, uh, we've got a lot of people in the uh, Florida area. So, like I said, this, this he's an up-and-coming talent. I would book them now. Uh, book them now before, like I said, it gets too big, and now you want to, then you'll be able to reach them. So, you better book them now while you got a chance. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's been an awesome episode with me, with Josh. And, uh, as always, be cradled, stay inspired.